This is episode number 186 with Dane Barkley. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going. The Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast. As always, this is your host, Jared Warren. And I can't tell you how excited I am to be here with you guys today. As many of you are writing into me how you're finishing up the year your accomplishments, your victories, some of the lessons that you've learned even that are going to help you have an incredible 2018. And I'm so thrilled that you've joined me here today. I'm going to mention really quickly because my team is peering in here, making sure that I do this and I don't forget. They know how I am whenever I get behind the mic here and I just run wild. My book is still available for just the shipping cost if you're in the United States. So for those of you who want to get a jump start on 2018 for having a bigger vision, going through the six vision building exercises, the five components for creating your strategy, the highlight reel, the legacy and vision building exercise that's in the book, the to be list, all of the exercises that Curtis Estes and I have put in this book together. If you want to get a head start on 2018 for just expanding your vision and thinking outside the box to have your best year yet, why not pick up this book while it's still available for just the shipping cost? My team has made that super easy for you guys to do. All you have to do is head to success101podcast.com forward slash book. If you're in the United States, put success101 in the promo code at checkout. You'll get that for just the shipping cost. And if you're international outside of the United States, you can grab the ebook reader for about the same cost. My team has made it really easy for you guys to grab that. They make great holiday gifts. They make great starts to the new year, as I just mentioned. But either way, get your hands on this. We want to get it in as many hands as we can because I've been so fulfilled by you guys writing in and telling me how it's changed your perspective on how you think about goal planning, vision casting, all of the negative thoughts you're getting out of your mind with this book. Go grab yours today. Again, at success101podcast.com forward slash book for the paperback version in the U.S. at just the shipping cost. Enter success101 or if you're outside the United States, grab the ebook reader. We want to get that into your hands. So guys, I want to mention something I haven't talked about in a few weeks here. One of my favorite devices out there, and I didn't stop talking about it because I'm not using it every day. I just thought you guys might want to hear about a couple of other things that I'm doing, but I keep coming back to this. You'll even hear Dane and I talk about it today in our episode, the human charger. So if you haven't tuned into what's going on with the human charger, haven't heard me talk about it before or anyone else out there, just know this. Recent discoveries have shown that there are photosensitive receptors throughout your brain. I think that's pretty much common knowledge for most people. But here's the deal. Those photosensitive receptors are much like the retina of the eye, and they get energized by light flowing through the ear canals and the ear structure or even up through the nose, like some devices out there that you can use. I'd rather put in these earbuds and look like I'm listening to music, though, especially if I'm commuting or something like that and not look as goofy. But the human charger uses this bright light therapy in this device in its advanced LED set earbuds. And when those photosensitive areas of your brain are stimulated by light, it affects your neural circuits in the brain, the neurotransmitters. It starts developing serotonin, dopamine, noradrenaline, those sort of things. It wakes you up. It also resets your circadian rhythms like crazy. 
So as a result, when you guys start using the human charger, you're going to experience an increase in energy levels, improved mood, increased mental alertness, faster recovery. Again, Dana and I talk about this a little bit today, so I thought it'd be a great time to bring it back up. I've been using this almost for a year and a half now, and it just gets me woken up in the morning. It keeps me from pounding too much caffeine. It keeps my circadian rhythms reset. And it's amazing how when you put bright light with blue infused light into your ear canal, your brain gets the same perception as you looking at the sun, but you don't have to put your eyes out doing so. So here's what I want you guys to do. If you want to check out the human charger and get a whopping 20% off of your order, head to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger. It'll take you to their website. When you get there, put success101 in the promo code. You guys are going to experience what I've been enjoying for over a year and a half and what so many in the biohacking community are talking about out there is this device called the sun in your pocket that people are talking more and more about as they experience it more. Yeah, it seems like a gimmick. It seems hokey. When I first saw it at the Bulletproof Conference, I thought there's no way this thing's going to work. I sat down and tried it and I felt refreshed. And I thought, honestly, it was a placebo effect. Went and bought it whenever I got back home and I haven't stopped using it since. So again, go to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger, enter success101 in the promo or coupon code. You're going to grab 20% off that bad boy. It's going to help you in so many different ways, reach higher levels of peak performance. And I cannot wait to hear back from you guys that go and snag your own. So guys, on to our show today with Dane Barkley. I first started catching some of Dane's content on Instagram stories. That led me to his website. That led me to start seeing some of his writing and some of the things that he's testing. And I'm so glad he and I have formed such a connection and I had a chance to bring him out on the podcast as well. So Dane's story goes back a little ways. I'm not going to steal anything from our conversation today, but all the way up from his childhood, coming from a healthy family through his teens when he started realizing a little bit more about health and how health really worked even at a young age, and then on into adulthood where now he's a huge biohacker into testing a ton of stuff. He's down in Australia, which I wish I could do a great Australian accent. All I know is outback, no rules, just right. That's about as good as my Australian gets. Mate, yeah, heaps, bloke. That's about as good as you're going to get from me there. But You're going to get a lot more of that from Dane. So if you like Australian accents, more importantly, if you like biohacking, upgrading your performance, reaching higher levels of your max potential, you guys are going to love this episode. I loved it so much that I got on thinking we were going to do one episode packed full of nuggets. And about halfway through that thing, I realized this is not going to work. We're going to have to do a two-part series out of this. So if you're listening to part one right now, and part two hasn't come out yet, stick around. That's going to be coming out in the next week or so as we wrap up our second part. But you guys are going to love this today. So without any further delay, let's jump right into my conversation with the one and only Dane Botley. Dane Barkley, welcome to the Success 101 podcast. Man, I am so fired up to have you on, buddy. How are you doing? Oh, thanks, Jared. Appreciate having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Man, I've never had an Aussie on before. I, I don't know. I don't know what my uh, my Australian accent sounds like. I think I shot you a message one time in my best Australian accent. And you said it was a pretty good British impression. <laughs> so maybe I will refrain from uh, from doing any of that here on the show. But uh, I've always wanted to be able to talk like you guys. I think it sounds like a super cool accent. You were born over there, right, in Australia, but you spent some time here in the U.S. Yeah, born and raised in Melbourne. I've spent the majority of my life here. And uh, yeah, I've, I've 
done a couple of trips now to the US. It just tend to be where I get a lot of my knowledge from and study from, at least. It's from the States. And the reason I wanted to have you on the show is, as most of my listeners know, as you know, my theme, my goal, my aim is to help everybody hit higher levels of peak performance. After reaching burnout myself and realizing what an incredibly quick way that I was ruining my life, ruining those around me, and I don't use those words lightly, I started really understanding what peak performance, what upgrading your life was all about. And so I associate with those who do. And I caught on to you early on through some of the bulletproof stuff that you were putting out, through some of the Instagram stuff you were putting out. And every time I log on to anything that you're doing, man, you're you're a guy that we can all learn from. And so I'm so excited to have you here. I want my listeners to you know, really hear from you. But I know your story starts off pretty early. You were from a a family that was pretty health focused, I think, and, and that rubbed off on you a little bit. And then even through your teens where you started understanding more about health, figuring more about health. Take us from there though on into adulthood, how you started learning more about Bulletproof and an upgraded lifestyle. And then that'll, I think, flow into some of your routines and rituals that I'm so excited for our listeners to hear about today. Absolutely. Yeah, see, um, I guess I was quite fortunate to have been brought up in such a sort of health conscious family. And I'm really grateful for having my parents bring me up in that case. And now I've just launched further and further into it and I can't stop absorbing much knowledge that I can from many sources. So, I guess throughout my teenage years, I was sort of known throughout high school as well to bring in um, just vegetables like raw carrots and cucumbers and and gourmet wraps that my mum would make. So I was quite known to be sort of a health conscious guy even in throughout high school in my teens. So and when I left sort of high school, that's when I sort of went more into um, I was like curiosity into the um, into the health realm, and it was the blood type diet was where I sort of it all kicked off to begin with in um, my early 20s. Uh, it's a diet that came out of the US from Dr. Diadamo, Dr. Peter Diadamo. And my eldest brother, had, um, he actually had started doing that himself. So that was where my sort of introduction to the health began. And it's to come to today, it's a quite a different place too. Um, but throughout that journey, it, sort of, I, it was through my, actually my grandfather passing in 2014, which triggered a... I guess there's sort of a, inside me a, a mission to sort of pursue health in and, and professional sense. And that also paired with the fact that I was able to drastically improve my hay fever symptoms um, or my chronic sinusitis I had that was, um, was quite debilitating throughout the sort of spring and summer months down here in Melbourne. Um, hay fever was quite known to be quite a sort of... Um, quite a regular thing for most people to have. And so the mom was getting really bad, had an operation, did everything I could and the sort of the tweaking in my diet was the thing that sort of got me to next level and got me to sort of relieve a lot of those symptoms. And even till today, it's almost non-existent. Um, I wouldn't say the word cured because if I was to go back to eating what I was and living the way I was, it would come back for sure. I know. So um, maintaining my lifestyle as it is now is definitely, um, it's helped me towards getting sort of almost no symptoms of hay fever, which is a lot of people who do have hay fever symptoms can really sort of see how bad it really is. So that was, I guess, that piqued my interest into it. And so then I began my sort of my journey through the Institute for Integrated Nutrition um, based out of New York. And I did my learnings from them. That's my first sort of health coaching training, as a lot of people do. It's the largest nutrition school in the world. And then from there, just it has just been snowballed from then since on. So primal health coach certification as well through our Mark Sissons popular sort of content. 
So that was very um that was very much that was my sort of second level and then of most recent was the bulletproof where I got introduced to sort of Dave Asprey's work and his biohacking community and that sort of again that piqued my interest as well. So I tend to just facilitate, I guess, where my interests and passions lie and I pursue that. So I'll go very hard into bulletproof and then I grab everything I need from that and resonates with me and then I move on to the next thing that I'm looking for. So I'm constantly adapting and evolving. Um, hence my sort of motto for my website is adapt, evolve, thrive. And so um, it's yeah, constantly pivoting with the new information and taking as much as I can in what resonates with me and then moving forward with that. So you've got a great looking website as well. Just the writings you have over there, the information you have over there. I, I remember one day I just decided to go check it out and I was you know impressed by what you had there. I, I have to ask, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but you mentioned the hay fever, the allergies, those sort of things. You and I had a chance to talk about uh, just kind of back and forth messages about the oxygen advantage. You're talking about also some of the diets that you had. I'm here in Dallas, Texas, and I've never had allergies in my entire life until I moved here. But all over the United States, all over the world for that matter, there are people living in areas where they've never had issues before. They move there and they're really affected by whatever is in the air, whatever's, you know, whatever allergens are floating around. How do you feel like diet and maybe even some of the stuff in the oxygen advantage you read, those sort of things really helped you get more of an awareness and understanding around how those things affect you to where we can almost not, like you said, not eliminate those because it's going to come back if you end up going back to your habits, but just quell those to where they're not even bothering you in, in life anymore. Oh, for sure. The, actually, the oxygen advantage, I really appreciate that. That was the recommendation from yourself and the, uh, the podcast you had was fantastic with Patrick. So learning from that itself, that is just another thing to add to my toolbox that I continually do to this day. I nasal breathe um, when I'm training, especially, and also tape my mouth at night. So that is definitely plays a big part that most people aren't aware of. And it's such a sort of easy, um, practical application of such a use for a so it's such an important sort of aspect um, is the oxygen advantage. So anyone doesn't, they haven't heard that, I recommend listening to your podcast at least and checking out the book. It's fantastic. Uh, and then the, there's a diet portion part of it too. Is the, the whole information, it's what I found out later on, is the chronic inflammation I had obviously throughout my body. And diet plays quite a large role in that. So having the, usually the foods that are quite prone to that would be the, the grains, the gluten, the dairy, um, most of the processed wheat as well and all that as well, that has plays quite a big impact on keeping, I guess, the inflamed area of the sinuses particularly, but also in the entire body. And so when I removed the grains and the most of the dairy and my diet, that was enough to sort of just knock it on the head. And then obviously I've implemented turmeric and other sort of inflammatory um, herbs as well that can knock, knock that down as well, anti-inflammatory herbs. Yeah, and I hope we talk a lot about in, uh, inflammation today. I know we're going to go through some of your routines and some of your rituals that you do each day and, and what's helped you. And I'm sure inflammation is, has got to be in part of that with already what we're talking about here. Did you notice, I'm just curious, did you notice when you started taping your mouth shut at night, you started dreaming more vividly? You could remember your dreams more? I'm, I, maybe you didn't, but I'm just curious. Oh yeah, I did definitely. Yeah, The, the fact that I'm um, I also track my sleep with the aura ring so I can see measure, measurable differences in that as well. So less um, awakening times, awakening throughout the night times. Um, and also that added on top of every other practice I do, it just enhances it at, again, next level. So it was, um, it's just a no-brainer for me. Something so cheap and so easy 
take them out. It seems a bit crazy, but um, <laughs> I'm always down to try something and see how it actually affects me. Yeah, and I introduced or mentioned the Oxygen Advantage to you because I knew it'd be right up your alley, but you actually, through your videos and things you're putting out on Instagram especially, got me introduced to the uh, the Altitude... Um, the Altitude Training Mask. Yeah, the Altitude Training Mask. And so I started using that while also breathing through my nose and putting the spacers, the nose spacers up in my nose, which several companies make those out there. But you know, it's really interesting how we can take just really simple concepts and ideas today and upgrade our life in ways that people who have gone before us haven't done or didn't know to do, but you can do it in such a simple way. But even people today that could be tapping into that are not doing any of that at all. And so I just, I find that pretty fascinating how sometimes the simplest, smallest things are what make a huge difference. And we're just not, we're just not doing it. We're just not looking into it. That's exactly right. The things right in front of our faces, we tend to just ignore and go for the bigger, the bigger fish. So the lowest hanging fruit for sure, that's uh, breathing. Everybody does. So um, they're the areas I tend to find um, most effective as well. And yeah, the altitude training mask, my business partner and I actually, we train with that on every Friday. We, we um, sprints, interval sprints down at um, the local park with the training mask on. And about nine, I have mine tweaked at about 9,000 feet, I think it is, in altitude <laughs> at the moment. So, wow. Um, Again, that's quite hard breathing through your nose and sprinting at the same time. But uh, yeah, the, the, the difference is... Have, have you ever tried to sleep in it? I think it's actually warned not to do that, I think. But, oh, I actually, I, I didn't see that warning. Uh, I actually just thought, hey, if it's good whenever you're training, it's probably good when you're sleeping as well. So <laughs> the first couple of nights that I had it, I taped my mouth shut. I put the spacers up in my nose and I set it for like, you know, it was something small because I was just getting used to it. It was like 3,000 or 6,000 feet, something like that. And it just kept waking me up over and over to where I don't know if it was just because of my trouble breathing or that, you know, so we don't recommend that. Just I'll put that disclaimer out there. We don't recommend doing that. But I haven't gone back and tried that since. But I'm sure there's people out there, you know, trying to do that. So, well, man, I, like I said, I'm excited to have you on today. And I want to start walking through the listeners that write into me, that come in into me constantly, that have the most downloads, that have the most questions, that are really trying to dig in as you and I have in our own lives to peak performance. Normally, it's around actionable steps and that that comes in routines, it comes in habits, it comes in the things that you're doing that might be similar to what other people are doing. You just put your own spin on it, but might also be very different to what people are doing. So I'd love to go through your daily routines and rituals of upgraded performance that you feel like have really moved the needle in your life, being a health conscious person and a health conscious family from from early on, but you just hit the nail on the head earlier on. You said what you, you know, the health things that you were doing earlier, that's actually changed a little bit. And I know that doesn't happen by just default. You've got to work at it and test things out. And I know you're great at that. So let's start. I'm I'm going to give you the floor. Let's just walk through those things to give our listeners actionable steps today. They can start working toward to really help upgrade peak performance. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so for starters, the um, morning routines, evening routines, so I guess bookends your day. So to start your day and end your day, I found it was after I read the book I got recommended from a friend, it was um, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And that was what. Oh, sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a pivotal book for me that got me on this journey to. I guess, developing my morning routine. And it is... Man, that's so funny because that's what totally changed my morning routine. I'd seen it about three years earlier and thought it was a little bit cheesy. You know, I just wasn't ready to receive those sort of things, real negative. And then I dove back into it and it was probably the first stepping stone to start changing me in the right direction. So that's so funny. It happened to you as well. That's fantastic. Yeah, actually, I was the same. Man. When I read his book, it, it impacted me. But at the same time, I didn't really resonate completely with it. But the concept made sense to me of a morning routine and waking up earlier. So I tried. I've actually been 
constantly adapting it for the last well, year and a half at least now. And I've got to a place now where it's really comfortable for me. And that's what I found was the most important aspect was designing it to you or to yourself individually rather than adapting it from professionals like Hal Elrod, Ben Greenfield, all these great guys that I learned from. Uh, rather than taking just their actual morning routine and trying to adapt it myself, I was creating my own and that was made the most effective for me as well to what I found was important. So um, the morning routine, I remember I started waking up early and timing was completely off as well. I'd get up too early and then impact my sleep. And so I started to um, sort of play around with that. And so I guess most people tend to want to just be told what to do and then just stick to that. Whereas I myself like to find things that I can adapt to myself personally. So I searched apps. I searched everything. So I've landed on this app recently. It's called Morning Routine. If people go to the app store and they type in Morning Routine, it's the number one app at the top there. And that is the most effective, I guess, tool I use to introduce me into this habit that um, a routine and formation that I've got. It um, allows you to implement or import whatever you want into the morning routine. Whether that's uh, whatever that is important to you, whether that's tracing your, um, tracking your HRV, whether you do meditation or praying in the morning, um, any sort of movement, reading, all that as well. So you can put it in any style you want and forever how long. So four minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, however sort of time frame you want. And you press start and it times it for you. So you can keep your morning routine to a sort of a consistent uh, manner at least as your brain lacks consistency as well so that was something i found that got me on track i don't need to use it anymore because it's quite an ingrained habit and routine for me so i know how to do it unconsciously now when i wake up in the morning and mine has evolved to this stage what i usually do when i wake up every morning it's a typical morning sort of monday to friday usually so um, i usually get out of bed and first thing is i usually just drink a fair lot of water um again that's water um unfiltered water for starters and wouldn't be drinking tap water uh, ever pretty much as much as <laughs> possible and avoid that. Um, most people, I guess, in listeners as well, your podcast and many others would understand the, the damages of fluoride and chloride and this, this ridiculous amount of chemicals that are in that. So, unfiltered water, ideally that was with, um, that's replaced with minerals as well, remineralized. Uh, there's a lot of sort of knowledge in that area itself that a lot of um, people I trust out there have a lot of good information that I'm still actually learning myself. So trying to find the right reverse osmosis filter. Um, I go and collect my own spring water as well from a local spring. Oh yeah, I've seen you doing that a lot before online. That's so awesome. You've got something nearby you to do that with. Yeah, I was quite lucky. It's only about an hour away from my place and I um, I go down and use my leftover um, San Pellegrino glass bottles and I fill up there um, usually between 10 and 15 liters. Uh, that's a really good place up in the mountains there. And uh, people if, are curious with actually going and collect their own spring water. Um, I think it's findaspring.com. Uh, there's a lot over the US, uh, only a few down here in Australia and especially in Victoria. Um, but that's a, a practice that it's for free and the water is just really, if you find a good spring, it's fantastic. So either that or at least better spring, at least getting like a filtered water and having it remineralized, remineralized as well um, is quite important. So yeah, first thing in the morning is you drink maybe between three to 500 mils of water. And then I usually go- Let's say Dane, somebody doesn't have, they go on that website, they don't have a spring near them. They live, you know, downtown somewhere in a city. They don't have a spring nearby. Is there a, another alternative you found as far as a bottling process where they've been able to do that in a way that you really trust and like, or you've seen other people talk about? It's fairly difficult. There's, that's the area I'm, I'm actually looking into now, trying to work out how, I guess, the most effective 
application to get that to the masses available to them because the spring, as you said, then the spring water is, is a great option, but a lot of people don't have it readily available to them or near them to be able to do that. So there are, um, there are delivery services of spring water around the US that I'm aware of. I think it's Mountain Valley Spring Water is the, um, is the website as well. So I'm pretty sure they deliver to a lot of areas within the US. And then the second option would obviously be um, like a reverse osmosis system um, that they can buy at, at home. And um, it, again, there's sort of the, the actual, which ones, there's so many out there. Um, and that's an area I'm still actually looking into myself to see what's the most effective. Um, they can sort of get rid of the majority of the, um, of the neurochemical toxins in there. Sorry. So you get up in the morning, you're, you're slamming a ton of water, great quality water, of course. This is, of course, before you've done your morning routine, which, by the way, I just looked up the app. Uh, I didn't know that app was out there, so I'm going to download it. You start going through your morning routine. What's kind of the next step that you're putting in place to upgrade? Yeah. So then I usually, the first thing I'm checking my, my Aura Ring data. So that's my sleep tracker that I wear on my finger 24-7. And I just check the quality of my sleep. So I look at my sort of my REM cycles, my deep sleep cycles. And whilst I'm looking at that, I'm also got a, a heart rate uh, monitor that I put in my chest and I measure my heart rate variability to sort of see the level of my nervous system, whether I can um, train hard that day or take it easy um, and, and whether I'm either coming down with something or um, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I use the app Elite HRV. And that is, I think it's free. Double check in the app store, Elite HRV, and then you pair it with any heart rate monitor. I, I like Polar HR7 or H7, Polar H7 heart rate. And that, yeah, that tra- strap there, you can do about a four or five minute reading. And while I'm doing the reading, I'm looking at my, um, my sleep data as well. So I can see what variables may have impacted the following nights, the sleep and how I can sort of work towards next night. So I'm always looking at ways to sort of tweak and improve my sleep because um, there's this huge sort of um, variable I love to get right. So yeah, check in my sleep first thing. I usually think I go straight into meditation. I like to keep it pretty short and sweet. So I'm a big fan of Headspace. Um, you can sort of choose your, um, your time there. So 10 minutes yeah. is usually my average time. I don't like to go any further. I can't really concentrate much longer. And and I'm not even sure if I'm doing it right either too. <laughs> I've been doing it for a fair while now, um, over hundreds of hours now, I think from the last year and a half. And I still don't know if I'm doing it right, but the fact that I'm actually putting 10 minutes aside and focusing on my breathing, um, a deep sort of um, breathing down in my core, then uh, I know it's, I guess it's more the accumulated effect, the compounding effect it has over time that has a, a sort of a difference I've noticed. So meditation, after that, I go into my own personal, I guess, movement exercise routine. It's only eight minutes long. I keep it relatively short as well, and it involves the mixture of body weight movements. Um, I like to sort of move most of my muscles and, and especially my core to activate all my organs as well. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, again, that's only eight minutes. I like to keep things really short in the morning so I can get into the day, but also it's a, so I can also do it every single day. So it's a, um, attainable every day. So I'm not, it's not before I was doing it probably two hours long, my morning routine, and um, I couldn't sustain it over the time. So. And which a lot of people fall into that trap of getting so excited about it. They want to do it for an extremely long time and then realize that they can stick with it for a little while and then it doesn't, you know, it doesn't last. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> like me, I did that for a while and it, uh, it, yeah, it crashed and burned. So I found this perfect medium for myself. Other people might have 
might prefer longer and slower morning routines. Others might like to have a super short as well. So again, with this morning routine app, you can keep you can type in whatever you like and you can keep it to short as long as you want, which is fantastic and a great sort of guide to go by at least um, to keep you on track. Um, and then, yeah, that's essentially my main part of my morning routine would be that. And then I go on to make my breakfast, which is usually a smoothie or like a, um, a decaf coffee or a tea. Um, this oh, decaf. Yeah. Decaf coffee. Yeah. I'm sure some eyebrows went up whenever you said that because so many people love their, their coffee, especially their bulletproof coffee, but they're doing it for the kick, you know, the brain and the body kick. Why are you choosing to do decaf? Yeah, I've recently just, I've recently sort of gone off caffeine. It was funny. For about a 12 months, I was, all I was drinking was bulletproof coffee for breakfast. Um, I was, I was a very gung ho bulletproof and I was drinking bulletproof coffees and then my, um, my weight was, I was relatively slim. Um, I kept my body fat percentage down, um, but it wasn't until I started to sort of tweak my, um, my breakfast smoothie in the morning, actually started going off caffeine for sleep reasons. I wanted to do everything I could to help towards, um, getting the best quality sleep. And I thought in caffeine in the long term has been shown to be quite, um, Cut de- detrimental towards neurogenesis. So, I, for short term, I know it gets a lot of people kick, but for me, I was already having that kick itself it, it, through everything else I was doing in my lifestyle. I was quite optimized. I didn't really need the caffeine anymore. And I'm curious, were you having issues with sleep? Is that why you started really trying to? Because most people, let's be honest, they don't really care about sleep or tap into sleep until they start having issues with it. Most of it's all about in today, you know, the quote unquote hustle and the grind and people are like, man, I'll sleep when I'm dead and all this kind of stuff. But until you get broken down by lack of sleep, then you go, wow, this is really something to focus on. Were you having issues with it or, or was it more just you heard about the benefits of sleep and started to learn more about it? What was your story? Yeah, actually, no, my sleep was actually really good and it just keeps improving. I didn't um, have a, a need to get off caffeine. It was more just what I've learned, I guess, previously from the actual effects of caffeine and how it actually works, especially on the, um, the brain and the body and how in relation to the sleep. Um, plus also the practices I was implementing as well um, that I can go into very soon about the, um, the grounding and the, the morning sun as well in my eyes. Uh, there was just areas I just didn't, I didn't find I needed caffeine anymore. And when I got off it, I realized that like, I actually felt better without it. So that was me personally. Wow. Um, so I went, yeah, I would slowly transitioned off it. I went into like a decaf and then I still have a, a couple of teas that have medium to low level caffeine in it. But I, um, yeah, coffee itself, I maybe have or rarely these days now. So I don't, I don't really find I need it. Um, and yeah, I do great off. I do great being off it. So, uh, I recommend people just experiment. That's a big thing. Most people tend to blindly follow what someone else says and just believe that's to be the case for them. But, um, to actually have that self-awareness, and an experiment on things like caffeine um, can definitely have a huge sort of impact on your body. Yeah, I think, I think for most people, it's the you know it's the thrill of the chase. They're trying to chase after that spike in energy, that spike in dopamine. You know, whatever it is, and caffeine does a great job, which is why it's so popular of doing that. So you're either an incredibly disciplined person, or you're just an anomaly. Because I know most people listening in would go, "Oh man, I've got to have my coffee." But I think your point is, once you start getting off of it, you realize that not only do I not need it, but I actually feel a lot better without being on it. Exactly right. Yeah, most people just, it's habit for most things, as a majority of things are routines and habits. So they get in the habit of having coffee, they get a habit of feeling that buzz, that the energy that they think they need. Um, but yeah, when I got off it and now I, um, I found the most effective thing that 
just destroys caffeine for sure is um, AM sunlight in the eyes um, and the skin. So I actually just came in before from outside in the backyard, I um, barefoot in the grass. That's the how I end my morning routines. I go outside barefoot in the grass and I get that morning sunlight in through my eyes and on my skin. So that itself uh, just plays on a whole new level of um, caffeine in terms of the, um, the neurotransmitters that rush through your body after that. Dopamine is for sure and serotonin. Is, um, is that part of your everyday morning routine, spending some time outside and grounding? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. If, if the weather is okay in Melbourne, it's quite unpredictable, but if it's sunny, I'm definitely out there. If it's cloudy and overcast, I have a hack for that, which I usually use uh, my retimer glasses. Um, if, if you may sometimes you may see me on Instagram, I have, um, I sort of post them sometimes. It's the um, pairs of blue glasses that, um, that act sort of mimics the sunlight in sense. Um, either a pair of retimers or the human charger, which you can, you can put into your ears as well, the light. So that's the way I sort of get around cloudy and overcast days throughout winter. Yeah, I love the human charger. I promote it all the time because it's been such a game changer for me. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're great devices that can use to be supplement, I guess, the sun when it's away. Um, but if it's sunny, if the sun is out in the morning and summertime, there's no reason for me not to be out in the backyard. I'm out there for sure. Even if it's five or 10 minutes, that's a recommend most people. So the minimum you can do is five minutes, get your feet in the grass, connect to the earth, get those electrons into you, and then just look towards the sun, get that sun in your eyes as well. Um, naked eyes, of course, um, no sunglasses on. And yeah, that does one thing for anchoring your circadian rhythm. So it's just, in a way, it's a way of your body saying, okay, it's this time of the day and it's this time of the morning. And from there, yeah, five, 10 minutes for most people. I tend to spend maybe half an hour out there and I usually read for about half an hour. Do you have any tips or ideas for people like myself, typically, that aren't spending 30 minutes in the backyard each morning? We work in more of a uh, as an entrepreneur, I work in an office. I lead an office of about 40 people here. And so I'm getting up sometimes super early. You know, I come home when the sun's down, especially this time of year. I get up when it's completely dark. I mean, I guess it's just going to be the retimer or the human charger. Both those are great. But I guess getting out in the sun, there's just no way to beat that. And so if you guys can do that out there, unless you have any other ideas, Dane, I think it's it's either using those artificial devices which mimic the sun and tell your brain that you're looking at the sun or you just go do it on your own, which would be the best thing out there. Yeah, that's difficult. I know everyone's lifestyles are quite different. Fortunately, I've put myself in a position where I've, um, I, I allow myself to, or I've actually worked my life around my lifestyle routines in a sense. So I had that time in the morning, but I guess for people when it is dark in the mornings, the least you can do, I guess it would be at least lunchtime. It's just to get outside. And if you're going to have lunch throughout the day, get out there and connect your feet to the earth and at least get some sun in the eyes and the skin. Um, it's better than nothing in that case. And, and let's talk about that for a moment because I know on your Instagram stories, constantly I see you grounding. That's something that for people out there who don't study biohacking, they don't study optimal performance, you know, a lot of people don't have any idea. I didn't, you know, even two years ago, I didn't have any idea that walking around barefoot outside would do anything for you. I just thought, it, <laughs> I was like, what is that going to do, right? But through my research, through my learning, same as you, because I know you do it a lot more than I do. Talk to us a little bit about why you do grounding, what that does with uh, just, you know, the elements that you're getting and the charge that you're getting through doing that. Yeah, absolutely. There's one of the biggest, most, I guess, impactful books I've read would be, I think it's called Just Earthing um, by Clint Ober, I think it is. So that's a great book for, I guess, your readers and want to look further into it. Um, and it's quite uh, understandable, relatable for most people to understand in that aspect of things. But yeah, it's, some, it's an area that I've I particularly put a focus on 
for one, it's free as well. Um, I tend to go gravitate towards things that are like a simple, effective and free. So it's available to everyone. And so I started doing it, I guess, in the mornings, barefoot in the grass. And then I also bought a pair of earth runners as well, which are a grounded sandals, uh, look like a Jesus sandals in a sense, and they um and they ground with a copper plug in the bottom of them. So I'm um, I'm walking around a lot of times barefoot. One for the earthing factor of the um the electrons because the earth's negatively charged, and so we absorb those electrons to the bottoms of our feet, the soles of our feet, um and they neutralize the positively charged um particles in our bodies that comes from the EMFs, the Wi-Fi's, the Bluetooth, all electronics around us, the power lines, all that gives us this sort of a positively charged body, um, which isn't good. And then the Earth's negatively charged. So having the two counteract, it neutralizes them. And so that itself um, does wonders in the body as an like, anti-inflammatory practice, at least, um, is grounding. And yeah, that itself, and also just the fact of being barefoot and using, you know, I'm walking around, it's a very primal um, sense of things, but it's all, I've also strengthened my, my foot muscles, but also from there, everything from my legs to my back and everything, I've got a very strong sort of um, body now in a sense by I even training outside barefoot in the grass. And when I'm at gym, even indoors, I wear like special socks that have grips on them. So I'm always pretty much barefoot or minimal footwear at least um, to sort of strengthen my feet and um, get as natural um, as possible. Awesome. So we've gotten through your morning part where you're waking up, you're checking the Aura Ring, which, man, I, I think we, we could spend a whole podcast on the Aura Ring, right? Mm. I mean, they just came out with their new design. They're doing pre-orders right now. I think they did a great job, which is awesome. I can't wait to get um, get that version. But you swear by the Aura Ring. You swear by getting great sleep. You talked about your smoothly in the morning. I mean, there's so many of these things we could branch off on and spend pot, an entire podcast on. We've gotten up to the point where you're grounding in the morning. Where do you take it from there? Because at some point you kind of run out of your quote unquote morning routine, right? You kind of you kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, now I've got to go do my my career, my profession. How do you still stay engaged with optimizing yourself even when you have to get into the making money or earning money part of things? Because I feel like that's where people fall off a little bit. They get up, they've got great intentions, they move, they journal they do everything the Miracle Morning or whatever program they're following. They have a healthy breakfast, they ground, and then all of a sudden they go, ah, okay, man, it's all over. I got to go work now. And then they kind of go sabotage themselves, right? They stress out during the day. They look at blue light during the day. They eat horrible. They do whatever. And then they go, okay, now I'm going to have an evening routine. It's like, how, how do I know you're one that keeps that thing going all day long. What do you do during the day, just during pockets of time, even during your quote unquote working time? to still stay in that rhythm to where you really never get out of that and you you don't get into self-sabotage. You just keep going down that path. That's a really difficult one for sure. Um, I've created my lifestyle in a sense around everything that I value heavily. And so I, in a sense, it's um, after I create my morning routine, as you said, then people start off. I guess one of the biggest thing is, I guess, value alignment and passion and what your actual work you're doing. So if you're not passionate about the work you're doing or if you're going into a job that you really don't like, um, reevaluating that big time. I mean, you only get one shot at this life. So um, going into a job that you really don't like and having routines that are actually affecting your day-to-day, even your psyche as well and whether you're actually enjoying it. So finding something you're really passionate about uh, will make a lot of those things easier and I'll just fall into place. So fortunately, I've sort of created my lifestyle around that. So the work I'm doing, I'm extremely passionate about and it just flows through me most days. Um, and I cap it with the morning routine and the evening routine. 
and then in the, in the middle of that, I do the work that I really enjoy. So I think it's just very difficult to, like, it's a lot easier said than done for most people just to drop uh, um, the job, at least if they don't really actually enjoy it and move to a career that they're actually find passionate. Um, but values alignment and finding what you really value in life, um, I think that's hugely important. I usually read as well, the half an hour reading every day um, is something I've added in. So, I've managed to be able to read a lot of books in such a short time now. Um, it's a practice I added in, I think it was through the Sabres as well, maybe possibly, um, through the Hal Erod um, Miracle Morning. I think mentioned reading as well. So, that was an area I tried reading for an hour, then I just couldn't keep it consistent. So, I've kept my time. I capped it at half an hour, even if it's 10 minutes. But for me, it's uh, half an hour. I read every morning. So, now I've, I've read... Uh, close to 50 books now, I guess, that are in the field that I'm interested in at least. So, I'm learning more and more from that. So, yeah, usually grounding in the sun and reading for 30 minutes and that's how I cap my morning off. What supplements are you taking with, uh, you mentioned the morning smoothie. What supplements are you taking? What are you putting in your smoothie each morning? Is it the same thing? Is it consistent? Is it something different every day? I tend to vary it quite a fair bit. Uh, for the supplements that I find the most, I guess, the most anchored ones that I use consistently. Um, I actually double dropped some DHA today, which is uh, really good. So, my neurons are firing uh, quite well today. And I, as well as that, I usually go with a CoQ10 and a PQQ um, combination. Again, for mitochondrial support. Uh, oh, PQQ is great. I've just recently, in the part, probably the last six to eight months, gotten into that. And it's just, it's amazing how it makes your brain just rock on all levels. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, that's all I know now is to be that I've, raised, I've risen my baseline. So now I'm like, I don't know any different in the sense that this is, uh, I feel like it's, I should always function at this level at least. So for people that are, haven't tried that, I guess give it a shot and they can probably notice quite a difference from that. So yeah, the PQQ, the CoQ10 um, mix, uh, I usually go for a magnesium, L-theronate as well. I do that in the morning. Um, because it's a circadian mineral. I used to have that at night, but I have it in the morning now. And is there a certain brand that you trust for that one? I do. I like Life Extension. I find they're yeah. I find they're a trusted they're a trusted company as well as Thorn. They're um, quite two big companies that I tend to trust a lot um, for the quality products. Uh, and then I usually also have Bacopa Neri, which is a Ayurvedic herb, um, and also usually beef liver capsules, um, which is from grass-fed cows. So, that's, um, I guess, liver is one of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet, um, but it's not the most easiest thing to ingest. So, having them desiccated into a, um, into a little capsule form, um, it's, yeah, it's a good hit of uh, iron, B12, and vitamin A. It's, I guess, nature's multivitamin in a sense. So, I tend to pop that. And so, I keep it relatively small. They're the ones I have on a frequent basis, um, and they're the ones I sort of stick to. And then from the smoothies, they, that varies a lot. From, um, usually, it's a, a coconut milk or coconut cream base. And, and then from there, it's usually a grass-fed whey protein. Uh, there's what else can I put in there? I put in medicinal mushrooms, either lion's mane or chaga or cordyceps. And I like, yeah. um, I like real mushrooms as well. They're, the, um, they're a brand from, I think, Canada, I think they're from. I really trust the quality of their products. So, I use, yeah, it's a great company. Yeah, great, they're fantastic. Great so, I use real mushrooms for the um, medicinal mushrooms there. Usually spirulina um, as well. Spirulina and um, chlorella are quite a big ones to add to it. Um, usually banana. Um, and how, how are you taking the spirulina and chlorella? What what form or brand? I literally brand just I spoon it into, um, as, as it is, I can either, you can buy the capsules and rip the capsules open and pour it into, um, into smoothie. Um, but I'm a big fan of Crucial 4. Um, black gold spirulina. It's a very, very high quality spirulina. And 
I've bought a sort of a, um, a bag of that and I just put a teaspoon or so into um into my smoothie in the morning. Um, I guess algae is another sort of food that majority of people are deficient in. Algae is um the chlorellas and the kelps and the seaweeds um are quite um very nutrient dense foods. Um, I think it's sort of staples in, it should be the staples in a lot of people's diets, but they're they're missing out. So um and what else I have in the banana? Uh, what else? I have cinnamon. It's quite elaborate. I, I, I'm constantly tweaking it and changing it. Um, raw maca, cacao nibs. I usually put make it chunky, so macadamia nuts as well. Um, it can get quite sort of calorie dense as well for people that are. Um, I guess mine is very specific to my needs, so um, it, it it can be quite sort of calorie dense. But I train also quite frequently as well, so I can burn that off well. For people that are in offices and stuff, I'd recommend sort of keeping that to a relatively low amount. So maybe go for a water base instead of a coconut milk or coconut cream. Um, and it, yeah, if you're not going to burn it off, it'd be quite sedentary. Yeah. And Dane, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to link this all up in show notes. If you'll send me, and I know you, you've mentioned it a couple of times that it's changing constantly. So we're not going to hold you to any certain one recipe, right? But if you can kind of send over what you're typically doing on just a, a normal given day or what you're currently doing right now, I'll link that up in show notes. That way our guests who are listening to this, they can hear and see really what you're doing and then cre- create this for themselves to give them a baseline to start really experimenting from and changing it up themselves to what works better for them. For sure. Definitely. So Dane, I knew this was going to happen. We're going to have to make this into a two-part uh, series here to where we can take your information on the morning routine and make it into its own separate podcast from the evening routine. But thanks so much for sharing your wisdom here today. Is there anything you want to leave us with as we wrap up here in part one, the morning routine and a little bit of your background before we get into the evening routine and on through the day that you think listeners would really find helpful? Yeah, I think the most important factor definitely with morning routines, any routine you want to sort of implement to your life is to experiment and do what works with you and what resonates with you and then keeping that consistent and making that habit consistent over say whatever period, whether it's a month, two months, but doing it long enough before it eventually becomes an unconscious habit and you're just doing it unconsciously and becomes who you are and part of your lifestyle. Um, So just sticking to something long enough and experimenting constantly with it for sure. That's great advice. Simpler is better when it comes to all of this. And I know I've had so many listeners write into me saying, I got so excited about biohacking, morning routines, evening routines, upgrading my life, fill in the blank, whatever. And I just went all in. And then I realized that that is not sustainable. So take the pressure off, guys. Whatever it is that you need to do to make it work for you to where you are making improvements. Like I say in the introduction, it's small win over time to help you guys get to where you want to be. And that's what's going to be helpful. It's not going to be diving all in at once. So Dane, thanks so much for your uh, time here today and for everything that you've given us. Where can we find out more about you, your writing, everything that you're doing to help us all be better? So you can go to my website, danebarkley.com, D-A-Y-N-E-B-A-R-K-L-E-Y.com. That's my hub to go to for everything. And I'm most active on Instagram at Barkley. So you can shoot me up there, DM, and I'm happy to answer any questions anyone has. Yeah, he's got a great Instagram account. And for any of you guys out there that aren't on Instagram, I think it'd be worth joining just to see his Instagram stories and all the things that he's adding value to all of our lives through just by watching that. So go join that. We'll link that all up in show notes and uh, look forward to uh, part number two, where I might try to do it all in Australian accent, but I doubt it because I'm not very good at it. So I look forward to having you on for part number two as you head us on into the evening 
morning routine, which really maybe we should have started with that one because that's actually the most important one. But we're going to head on into the evening routine as you're upgrading the PM in order to have an incredible AM. And I look forward to having you back on. Thanks so much for your time here today, buddy. Thanks for having me, Jared. If you'd like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is to shoot an email to my team at info at success101podcast.com, or you can catch me in the world of social media on the Success 101 Podcast Facebook community page or on Instagram under the name at Success 101 Podcast. I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Until then.